Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, you're very welcome along to the first ever bonus episode of the Group Tap podcast. I am news correspondent Sarah King and I'm joined by my fellow news correspondent Richard Chambers. Here we go, breaking new ground. I know, I'm political <laughs> correspondent Gavin Riley. Happy weekend everyone. I know. So we've been toying with the bonus episode for so long, haven't we? And we've uh, really long, sort long of, finger, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've been saying we'll do it for ages and we thought uh, this week something came up and I thought this is the time to really mm. start this conversation and we hope that the bonus episode will be a space for great conversations like this going forward. We are joined in studio by Tracy Carroll and her Hello. gorgeous daughter Willow. Hello. Hello again. <laughs> so Tracy, um, I suppose just to give a quick kind of background, you and I first met, I think we were just saying probably four years ago now yeah, when Willow was Willow's two very small, yeah. and she's six now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I first met you, you were outside the gates of Leinster House, you were campaigning and you were fighting for access to vital services for your daughter so she could have a decent quality of life. And then I met you again another time and another time and we just continued to meet and you continued to fight and you're still, this week, sent me a text, you're still continuing to be trapped in that fight without the things that she really needs. Tell us a bit about what happened this week. Um, So, as you know, it's a constant battle. So, um, three years ago, which was probably 2019 as well, late 2019, just before COVID kicked off, I had asked the principal in Noah School, could Willow go to school at Noah? He said, love to have her. We don't have the facilities to accommodate a child with special needs because it's mainstream mm. school. So anyway, rolling on, we developed the classroom mm. and now Willow is in school with Noah. And so there's a special unit in the school for children with complex needs. So uh, since January 13th, when Willow started, I have been in school with her every day in the storeroom, ready to be her nurse if needed, because the HFC says she doesn't meet the criteria to have a nurse support. Now, if Willow doesn't have a nurse support, Willow doesn't go to school. Mm-hmm. You know, to be very blunt about it, caring for Willow is to keep Willow alive because she relies on everything. So if I'm not there, Willow doesn't go to school. So, it's, you know, it's it's like being in a, I suppose, a, a horse race, you're jumping the hurdles mm. and they're just waiting for you to fall at the last ditch. And just to go back to, because I know just for people who maybe might have seen the previous stories that we've done, you know, you talked about Willow when she was born and the complications and how in many ways you were told that Willow wouldn't survive. And no. she, you know, all support was taken away and Willow fought and she totally survived and is thriving yeah. now. Yeah, she was sent home uh, four days old with her funeral plans, coffin picked, absolutely no hope. You know, it was we were just sitting there day after day waiting for it to pass away. Um, she was two weeks old, I think, and uh, I took the plunge to start breastfeeding her, even though I was advised not to, and we've never looked back. But, I mean, she's obviously very challenged and she's a lot of complications and, you know, complex needs and it takes a lot to look after, but she's amazing and she deserves everything that she has now. Just explain for our listeners, I mean, what goes into caring for Willow? I mean, what's that like? And I mean, when you're making that decision yeah. that you want her to go into school, into mainstream school, what were the challenges that were faced with you at this point? Because it seems like you've had, as you say, hurdle after hurdle putting yeah. your way at that. And I mean, our story is just one story among many stories in Ireland. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's why I do advocacy, because obviously I can voice these things and speak for other families who can't. 
having a child with any sort of diversity is a challenge in this yeah. country because there's no resources really you know that are fit um, we're constantly challenged in every direction looking after Willow she is fully reliant for every aspect of her care so it's 24-7 so Willow can't be left supervised and every one of her needs needs to be cared for by me her mum um, so you know with feeding changing she's under a lot of medications so everything you know last night she woke up at a quarter to three screaming the house down so you know you're, you're constantly on alert um, so really it's, it's you know if you take everything that we take for granted nothing is taken for granted with Willow she, she's reliant on a chair she needs to be lifted she needs to be fed she needs to be changed she needs to be bathed she's non-verbal so you know you're trying to anticipate her needs as well so it's it, like it's really 24-7 So you applied to have are you right am I right in saying a HSE nurse to come along with Willow throughout yeah. school why why wasn't that given? So the, there was a new pilot scheme um, put out last year. So the school applied when they knew the classroom was there. And we were told, you know, you'd get it. The, now I have to say, Anne, Minister Rabbit and Minister um, Josephine Madigan have been fantastic, yeah. really supportive. They really pushed for this classroom to happen. They're really enthused with us. So, you know, they want this to be an example of how other schools can follow it forward. Because we talk about inclusion, mm. but let's be honest, you know, it's a word. We're not seeing it happen and the supports and resources aren't there. So there was a primary scheme run out to um, give nurses to schools for children like Willow or children either with lesser needs to, to be supported in the school. So it was applied for. It was expected to be received. And in March, they got a letter to say that Willow de- didn't meet the criteria. Now, the criteria mm. is that Willow has a home care package with enough hours to show the level of her needs. That has been applied for a month before the school package was applied for and that hasn't even been responded to. But it, it seems like it's still tripping up in a lot of bureaucracy. If this is effectively a pilot programme with the blessing of the two ministers that are responsible, the Minister of State for Disabilities mm. and the Minister for Special Education, they're on board with this. They are personally trying to pioneer this programme and your child is in a pilot scheme and she seems to all the world like a textbook example of someone who benefit from this kind yeah. of pilot scheme. And they're saying that even the rules of the pilot scheme mean that she can't have a nurse at her side. Yeah, it's um, again, you, with the HSE, you hit brick walls at all angles. I mean, this has been worked on in the background for weeks. You know, I know Minister Madigan and Minister Rabbit had a meeting last week as well, and they still don't have a resolution because they're battling the HSE. Uh, and, it, you know, that just seems to be the issue every time when it comes to the HSE, I have myself have um, hunted down desk to desk to desk to see why I haven't got a home care package, why Willow isn't getting nursing hours. We lost Jack and Jill in December when Willow turned six. That was, you know, our safety net. We had 50 hours a month with Jack and Jill until she was five. And then it went to 20 months, 20 hours a month when she turned five all mm. the way up to six. Mm. That was gone. We knew that was it, you know, th- there was no time in the day for anything outside of looking after Willow if we lost that package. Um, and then it was the, the hunt for you know, trying to get the hours. We were refused it. Um, Minister Rabbit actually stepped in then, and this was last year, and pushed for us to get an extra 12 hours. We get 20 hours a week for Willow. And I mean, those 20 hours are spent doing stuff that we need to do to provide for her. So it's like going to the campus, getting her supplies. Mm. 
or maybe trying to support Noah, you know, in his um, extra needs as well. So it's not like, you know, I'm going off on holidays or I'm going on a night out or mm. hitting the tiles or whatever. There are hours to allow us, you know, a bit of normality in our yeah. life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I took it out of the hands of our CDNT teams and said, I'm going to hunt this down myself, mm. you know, and it's gone from desk to desk, not my responsibility, not my responsibility. It's yeah. no man's land. CDNT, for people who aren't familiar, is a children's disability network team. Mm-hmm. So they're supposed to be coordinating the services on the ground where you live. You just, uh, by the by, you mentioned this idea of the government and ministers fighting with the HSE. Mm-hmm. As the parent of someone who is in urgent need of the HSE's assistance for something like this, how do you feel about the fact that two different arms of the state are kind of fighting against each other to do this? I think we're all, anyone who's in, in this world uh, of diversity and, you know, I'm going from Noah who is diagnosed of ADHD to Willow who has intense complex needs to very different directions. Mm. Both failed. Mm. The CDNT teams are not working. Mm. Um, they're not meeting any needs of any child. Willow's now under the same team as Noah, you know, with two very different yeah. diagnoses. Different. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. needs a therapeutic team. She's not getting that support. Um, Noah is 13 months now waiting for his assessment of need with the CDNT team, which will happen next mm. week. And only because I've literally hounded them. Um, it's not working. To within six months. Yes. Uh, we, we paid privately for his assessment, 1,200 euro. You know, there's a lot of families that don't have that resource. That, um, and, and it's the children that are suffering time and time again. And families are on their knees and they're begging for help. And, you know, when you get a diagnosis from your child, no matter how you know, minimal it may seem to somebody else or how grave it is with Willow. It, it's it's a grieving process for a parent as well. And some parents don't have the strength or the energy to get up every day and fight mm. for the rights for your kids. And, you know, it is an absolute battle. We all want, you know, the best for our children. You are pregnant, you think you're going to have a typical child and then, you know, you're really challenged. These resources and supports should just be there. They, mm. We shouldn't have to be banging on doors and begging for help. And when you texted me this week, as you said, you texted me from like basically the cupboard in the classroom because you were kind of room, trying yeah. to stay out of the way. And But you're there because she doesn't have the nurse and you're there because you want her to keep going to school. And you yeah. said to me on the phone the other day, she loves school, Zari. Oh you my God, see yeah. how she gets on in school, that it's just like in terms of her development and her quality of life, that getting to go to school just like any other child is massive for Willow and is really having a positive influence on her life. Well, you know, she's a child first and that's what, you know, is forgotten when when a child has a diagnosis. It's all about the label before the child. She's a child first. And that's how I've always seen it. And every child, no matter what, you know, they're facing, has the right to an education. And every child should be educated together. The children, when Willow comes out into the yard, you know, she's like the Pied Piper. There's a trail of kids behind her. (laughs) She's doing her GAA training, you know, with junior infants um, on a Monday. And everything is just adapted to, you know, Willow's way. Like, as you know, I call my my blog Willow's way. Um, And, you know, we just do things differently. And she loves it. And she's thriving. And she's, you know, communicating. And we've seen the development learn to have a little temper tantrum now since we've started school <laughs> which are very but yeah like I mean every child has a right to childhood mm-hmm. yeah. you know and, and the supports to allow them that and you talk about um, I suppose what Willow, the impact that Willow has on her fellow students mm. and that they have this great understanding now yeah. for Willow and they ask you lots of questions about Willow don't they tell us about uh, that you know it's yeah. just really black and white kids why is she like that you know 
what happened to our brain? You know, you, yeah. they're, they're just, and you mm. just give them the answer like, right, okay. And then I've heard them tell the other kids beside them as well, you know, and, and they're growing up with this and they're actually telling their parents and they're educating their parents. You know, for a long time, children like <coughs> Will, excuse me, weren't seen or met in society. No. Mm-hmm. You know, even locally, our local Dunn stores and our local Super Value have bought special needs trolley for Willow, you wow. know, because she's really part of the community. Um, and, you know, this this is inclusion. And it is a word that we're all using and we're all about diversity now and, you know, bringing everybody together under the same big umbrella. But if it's not happening on the ground, that word mm. means nothing. Mm. Can I ask, I mean, what, what is it like then when you have this situation? We've, we've talked about it in the podcast before, particularly around um, kids with autism and not having support in schools. It happens for so many kids across mm-hmm. the country who have various different types of disabilities and challenges facing them that they aren't getting the supports that they need. Mm-hmm. And you see, you know, all these reports about how much government, you know, money is around if 10 billion euros to spend this year and however many next year. What's it like for you as a parent when you get a letter or getting a response from the HSE or from the school saying we can't do this or we can't give that support that you actually need. That must be a real kick, like. Um, I'm one of these people that just say, no, I'm not taking no for an answer. Good. When I have the challenge, I actually rise to it even more. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I've just, that that first time I met Sarah was the first protest I'd ever been at. And I was asked to come to it to somebody else. And that just kind of kicked off everything. I kind of started from there and doing a lot of advocacy and talking to other parents and, you know, I just don't take no for an answer. They're, they're, as I said, you know, Willow's complex. It doesn't have to be complicated. Mm-hmm. It's black and white. Mm-hmm. She needs these extra supports. Put them in place. You know, we get an email two weeks ago from um, our team manager, her disability team manager. And, you know, it was basically, no, she's not getting therapies at this time. Well, she will. And I'll make sure of it. Yeah. You know, the, the, the whole thing has to be reviewed. It's not working. The children are being failed. It's, there's lists and lists and, you know, there's kids waiting for assessments and everything now is around assessments and then she's losing out on her therapies. Unfortunately, we're losing the specialists. They don't want to work within yeah. the HSC and this is a big problem. Like the HSC really need to step back and look at the situation and say they are actually the issue. What is what is the plan with the HSC? What are they there for? We were in um, Temple Street this morning with one of Willow's consultants and he voiced his concerns. It's like, you know, this is not how it should be. I'm not able to support the children Mm. because Mm. the HSC has fallen apart. Mm. You know, what is it about if we're not meeting the needs? It's, they're there for the benefit of people's health. Just just in case people thought that it was a figure of speech, we talk about Willow going to school now and you needing to be in the storeroom. Mm-hmm. You're literally spending the school day yeah. in the storeroom. In so the storeroom. Are you just behind a closed door yeah. waiting for the teacher to give you a knock to say that Willow needs help? Yeah, that's literally And you, you spend the school day... Either in the storeroom or in my car, yeah. And even for poor Noah, like it's, it's you know, it's... Like he Mommy's said to me the other day, the Mommy, yeah. he looked a bit embarrassed. And I was like, well, it kind of is an awkward situation as well because I'm not part of the staff. And, you know, no one's knocking on the window at yard time going, you're coming out to play. I look like, well, yeah. I can't, mm-hmm. you know. And I went out to the yard the other day just to check on him, um, you know, to make sure he was OK that day. And he's like, will you please sit in the mat with me? And I'm not supposed to be there either, you know. So it's it's it's... It's a strange situation in a sense. I want to be there because I want Willow to go to school. So really, I don't mm. care what I have to do with my, my children. I wanted to be a mum. I'm going to be in the mum in every way I can be. Mm. But now I'm not allowed to just be 
a parent. I'm now a therapist. I'm now a nurse. You know, I'm her advocate. I'm her voice. I'm Noah's therapist, you know, and you're trying to look for resources the whole time for your kids. And it's, you know, your kind of parenting becomes the last thing that you're able to do. Mm. And that, you know, I find very unsettling. I just want to be their mum some days, you know, and not sitting there in the email, sending out emails or, you know, checking. I mean, we have a calendar on the wall and it's appointments, appointments, appointments. Next week, it's all Noah's appointments. This week, it's all Willow's. I'm probably going into hospital her with her for three to four nights next week. So you're trying to function everything, you know, around the diary of appointments mm. where, you know, it should be just, you know, my feelings and my hope would be that we change the system and that there's separate teams for complex needs and one for, for children, you know, on the spectrum disorder, kids like Noah, and that her therapies are actually carried out in the school place. And that's the same for, for all children going forward. I mean, school is the basis of a child a childhood. Mm. This is where they learn, you know, new skills. This is where they mix with their peers. And this is where we should give them that place of comfort, you know, and and inclusion. And if we can carry out the therapies in there, I think it would be, you know, hugely beneficial. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so if you're going to be off with Noah's appointments the next week, that effectively means that because there's no nurse, it means that Willow She comes with me. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. Oh. So Noah has an appointment on Tuesday at 12.30. So Willow will leave school at 12 that day. Um, and uh, on Thursday then, I have to do a Zoom call at half nine, which I can do in the storeroom. <laughs> with my AirPods and then he asked to have it's just madness the crazy isn't it like yeah, it's actually just it's crazy. it just shouldn't be it shouldn't so be that way it just shouldn't you be know, that it was way funny. somebody sent me a message yesterday on my page and um, I had done a, a piece around natural carers week and a girl I went to school was, um, said God you know it's disgraceful that you're sitting in a classroom and I messaged her back you know in secondary school saying could you imagine if our parents were sitting in the classroom and she <laughs> sent me back a message saying I do remember somebody jumping out of the cupboard at the end of the classroom at one of our teachers teachers, our history teacher, and it was me. And I was like, oh. okay, <laughs> so this is karma. I was that kid who was hiding in covers. You're like, I have previous yeah. classroom covered experience. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, karma's coming back to me. I'm literally now sitting in another cupboard, you know, but uh, for a different reason. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It's it's crazy. You know, this is the year 2023. Yeah. We're talking about this massive surplus, yeah. you know, in yeah. the finances. Are you going to invest it back in, into society, into the health and, you know, the mental health of children, adults? Like our country is crying out for support in every direction mm. and we're failing the challenges, you know, rather than actually making this a country that you want to, your children to grow up, but you want to live in. You know, I, I actually said to John, if anything happened for, to Willow, I'd be gone. You know, I take no out of this country because right now I don't see mm. a future that I want them to have here. You know, it's it's very poor, I think, where we're standing now. And I mean, families are breaking in every direction, you know, and it's it's the kids that are going to suffer because mm. if the parents can't support them, the support isn't there. Yeah. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for coming in and chatting to thanks us. And thanks, us. I think Willow was thanks a perfect Willow. Willow, yeah, was, was Willow was the perfect first guest for our first bonus episode. Absolutely. She really enjoyed your your um, your cupboard she thing did. there. She's here laughing. She was laughing, <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm sure my mom and dad will be listening to it. Gone. 
didn't hear about that one sitting in the <laughs> but you know just before we wrap up I would say you know we've talked about it on the podcast in the last couple of weeks and Gavin you've been very open as well in yeah. the last couple of weeks mm. about your own family as well and I you know I had said at the time there's so many families that I meet all the time over and over again and you were one of the main families that I had in my mind at that time because um, you know I love meeting you and I love bumping into you of course but I just find every time I meet you and we do a story together I think like how many more times are you going to have to lay the reality of your life bare in the media mm. before just basic things for Willow are met, you know? Yeah, and it's just so many families in so many different parts of the country are going mm-hmm. through similar yeah, situations yeah. and it just feels like time and time again you have to do these appeals and they fall on deaf ears and there's promises to do things differently and just time and time again a lot of those promises are just broken. And families having to, you know, air their dirty laundry, you know, to the media yeah. and, mm. you know, it, it is degrading and humiliating and uh, I do feel that that there's a shift and, and things are going to change. There's a fantastic group called FUSS. I don't know yes. if you know. Yes, yes. Like Rachel is unbelievable. And yeah. she is just digging and digging. And, you know, what she has done recently has been amazing. And it's really opening people's, like everybody's eyes to the challenges. Yeah. As I said, you know, nobody knows what tomorrow brings for anybody. You know, you can hear my story and forget about it and go home. But tomorrow you don't know what you're going to face. Mm. So I, I think society in general needs to shift to, you know the whole mindset and really create a better future yeah. for and our it's kids. all the richer for having people like Willow mm. you know and that's yes that's it is isn't it Willow thank you Willow thank you for coming in well thank you so much for listening Thanks, really. to thank you Tracy to our first bonus episode of the Group Tab Podcast and uh, don't forget to send us your feedback if you've got a story to tell yourself maybe this has resonated with you then absolutely uh, let us know and you can drop us a DM and we'll talk to you again next week Bye. see you then Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.